0: Wasn't that awesome? Give a round of applause to God. Um, we would not, we would not be able to have a student-led uh, worship band, nor a student-led tech worship or media arts, and all, all of that, if it wasn't for Donna, uh, who's right over there working, and Stephanie, which is right, who's right over there, who who um, is doing a great job with the student band. So give a round of applause for them. They're awesome. Um, also, want to uh, give a shout out to Ben, uh, the 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 guitar player up there. Is the the the, the t- biggest middle schooler you ever saw? Um, he's actually not. He's in high school, and. And I, I was like, hey, Ben, I, I need a guitar player who's going to help lead the student band. And before I could even finish, he's like, I'll do it. Um, he was, like, super excited. So uh, we appreciate him. And let me tell you what, guys and, and girls, but ma- mainly guys, there's not, like, a better role, mo- role model um, than t- to look up to than, than Ben. All right? He's awesome. So um, he's super cool. All right. Listen. Shh. <laughs> Um, if you'd like to, and I know that you guys have come uh, up to me and a few of you come up and said you'd like to do a couple different things, if you'd like to do uh, worship or uh, picture taking, video cameras and all that, um, or uh, tech, uh, I have my iPad right here, let me get your names, let me get what you want to do, even if it's two things, that's fine because you won't be able to do like worship every single time um, and you might not even be able to get in the worship this year, but you can practice and get Uh, get ready for next year. There's all like, it's a process. But anyways, if that's something you'd like to do, I'd like to get your information and your names so that I can reach out to you and that the specific leaders in charge of that can reach out to you and uh, just kind of talk to you about that. So after the worship service, and I know that some of you talked to me already uh, just before we started, um, come see me so you can write down your name on my iPad and and what you'd like to do so we can do that. All right, understand? Sound good? All right, cool, cool beans. All right, so, um, I, d- so when I was in college, <laughs> um, uh, when I was in college, and, and, for those who are in eighth grade, I'm sorry, okay, I, I only have so many stories, and I cannot remember which ones I've told and which ones I haven't, um, but if you have heard this one, don't, and, and. And I'm going to be honest with you, this really loosely fits with the message. <laughs> um, but anyways, um, today, today, and I'll get to the I'll get to story in a little bit. Today we're going to be talking about, as we continue our series, on uncommon. And we're looking at an uncommon way of doing things. And that's not only kind of our series, but we did that for a reason our first series back, and we want to show you what we would like the student ministry to look like. We want to have an uncommon community. And we talked about that in the first first week. We want to have an uncommon community. A community that's built around God. A community that's built that are doing things together. They're breaking bread. We're eating together. We're hanging out. We're growing together. We're coming to church. We're we're having a good time together. We want to build an uncommon community community that way then the next week we talked about how we want to have an uncommon goal we want to uh, uh, like we don't want to just work for ourselves and work so that we can be gained and we can we can be rich and we can be the best player we want to work so that we can use our talents for god not to say that you can't be the best soccer player. Not to say that you shouldn't try to get first chair. Or not to say that you shouldn't try to get the lead in the play. But at the end of the day, you do those things so that you can work and be able to serve the Lord. So we, we talked about our uncommon goal. And today we're talking about uncommon love. The, uh, an uncommon love. And let me tell you something, the love that I have for my family is so powerful. I love, love my family. The love between, like the proper love, a holy love between a husband and wife is amazing. It's great. And and I enjoy just like, like... Mary's gonna Mary would tell you my favorite thing f- pastime to do if I'm not doing church work or and I'm not in school and I'm not doing my paper because yeah that's right I'm in school too um, so I feel your pain um, uh, if I'm not doing school I just kind of follow Mary around sometimes like and it gets weird you know like she's like going over here and I'm like where are you going and she's like I'm just getting a drink and I'm like I'm coming with you you know like and like where are you going now she's like I'm going here and i'm like i'll follow she's like no leave me alone like and it's just like i i i have that relationship with with her but like the that love isn't even close isn't even close to the love that god has for us and the love that god is and once i one time when i was in college i was loveless you know no one no one liked me. My mom would call sometimes. My mom, I would call my mom. She'd be cleaning out my room, like she's like, "Oh, I'm getting this ready for the guest room," and like, "Oh, okay." Um, and so, like, um, and so, I like, I was single, and everyone else had a girlfriend, you know. So why not me? You know, and um, I I know you do. Um, and so and so like one day I was I was at the gym and I was just you know pumping weights. Yeah. <laughs> getting getting swole. Um, and all this stuff, like, yeah. But anyways, so I would do something. So we there was there was locker rooms at our at our at, at the college where you could put all your stuff and all that, but you couldn't keep it there overnight. However, I would go early in the mornings and work out because, you know, uh, had muscles. Um, and, and, so, and, and so I'd do that, and then I'd go to my classrooms, and then by chance, if I got back, I would go get my gym stuff at the, at the end of the day, get on the bus, and then go home. Well, I didn't f- remember to get my gym stuff because... I don't remember things. And so I left it there and I didn't hang up my towel. I like and I took like a shower and all that stuff. So I didn't hang up my my towel or my my gym clothes and I already used it like twice a day, you know, like it was it was bad, right? And it's in this little locker room piled on the floor, right? Yeah. And so And so they always threaten that they're going to like take all the stuff in the morning, but like There's been some times where I got there early enough where they didn't take it. Well, this, uh, this, this time they did. And so I had to go to the front desk where they had all the stuff that they took out from the lockers before, and I had to ask for it back. But I didn't have it in Miss Pete. Like, so it wasn't all in one bag. You didn't just say, can I have my gym bag? And they give me my gym bag and that's all it. No, like a fool, I didn't put anything in my gym bag. So I had my gym bag, I had my deodorant, I had uh, I had my uh, loofah, and I had my uh, gym clothes, I had my towel, I had my... Um, a stuffed animal. No, I'm just kidding. I don't have that one. I had my ankle brace because I wear an ankle brace um, when I work out and all that and, and do things because I'm broken. And uh, I had all that, all that stuff, right? And so I, I knew I had to go up and ask for all this awkward stuff. And I just remember thinking to myself, please let it not be a pretty girl. Like that's all, like, Lord, you know, please let it not be a pretty girl, you know? And I get there and guess what? I don't it, I don't like that description but anyways <laughs> she was pretty. Um and so and so I'm like, you know, going up there and as a Christian man single, you're thinking I wonder if she's a Christian. And like you're going up and I'm like, oh no, and uh, and she goes she's like, "Hi, can I help you?" And that's how every liberty girl talks. "Hey, how are you?" And like um and I was like, uh, can, uh so she's like I was like, I left some stuff here, and she's like, Oh yeah, that's fine, you yeah. know, yeah, that's great. So I start off, I start off easy. What'd you, what'd you leave? Um, I had my uh, hat. Uh, actually, I think my hat was the last thing. Yeah. So I was like, um, I my bag, my gym bag. She's like, Okay, great. So that, I, that was when I realized to my horror, nothing was in the gym bag, and I'm cheap, so I'm gonna ask for everything back. So I was like, Okay, um, and she kind of just hands me my, the gym bag, and like she's. She's not interested, like, she's just like, okay, and I was like, um, my towel, um, and out comes, like, I could smell it from, like, ten feet away, it was bad, and she goes, okay, (laughs) here, here you go, sir, sir, and she's like, and I'm like, thanks, um, Uh, now, uh, I had a t-shirt, and the t-shirt was even worse. (laughs) It was still wet from the morning before. I know. And so she gives me the, she gives me the t-shirt, she's like, and it gets a little bit more, like, at first it was like, you could kind of tell facial expressions that she kind of was a little grossed out, you know, but she still kept her posure by the t-shirt and by the gym shorts, it was like this. (laughs) and she's like, here, and she's just like, I'm like, oh. and then, and she's like, is there anything else, and she's, she's upset at me, and I'm cheap, and so, I need my loofah, right? The loo- and, and I don't know what this was, like, it's this scrunch- scrunchy thing, and so, I was like, I, I, I need my loofah, and she's like, and she's thinking, and she's like, they're 99 cents. Just go buy yourself a new one. And she's like, here. And so, like, I pack everything in my bag. I'm, I'm super embarrassed. I'm like, thank you. <laughs> and, like, I'm walking, like. And then I've realized, to my horror, I, no, I left my hat. And I'm a hat guy. And this was one of my favorite hats. And I'm just like, let it. Like, I am not going back there. I'm never going to see this person again. And I'm like, like almost. <laughs> and then like, I'm, I'm, I'm struggling with like, should I get my hat? Should I not get my hat? Let it go. It's my favorite hat. You don't need it. I do need it. She thinks you're a fool. And I was like, the hat's not going to change that. So I had to go back and get my hat. And I was like, hey, how's it going? And the hat was the cleanest thing of everything, It was the cleanest thing of everything, I think, because, like, I do have some pretty um, dirty hats. But, like, and I was like, I I also lost, I I also need to get my hat. And she's like, (sighs) and she, like, basically gets out hazmat gloves and a mask, and and she gets all, like, corona-like virus up, and she gets my my hat and gives it to me. And, like, listen, guys. Um, And so, like, it was super embarrassing, and at that moment, I felt like there was <laughs> there was no one I could ever be with or I felt like that there was no one and I'm like, that's it. I'm going to be alone for the rest of my life. <laughs> it's like, these are the things that are going to happen. But here's the thing. Here's the thing. Shh, 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 shh. On a much deeper level than this, on a much deeper level than just Silly relationships that we may have. There's something deeper. And it's the search and the, and the want to be a part of something. It's the search of wanting to be complete. And we try to do that with our friends. And we try to do that with relationships. We try to do that with, with our sports teams. We try to do that with our talent. And we work and we work and we work and at the end of the day we still feel like we're one step thing, we're still one thing away from getting it. We're still one way, thing away from needing it to be complete or needing it that, that in our lives that we could feel whole again. And we search. And that thing that we look for And that we need. The Bible describes it as God's love. Now you could just say, well that's your opinion and it is. And it's also the Bible's opinion. But you see, God created us. He created us to want to be in relationship not only with each other. But also with Him. Him. And because of the sin that's in our lives, because of the brokenness that we have, because of the evilness that's in our hearts that we're surrounding with, the lies that we tell ourselves that we're not good enough or someone's not good enough or I just need to do something a little bit better and then I'll be fine, the lies that we tell ourselves separates us. The sin in our lives separates us from God. And today we're going to talk about an uncommon love, such an uncommon love that someone would actually mend that. So it says this in 1 John chapter 4, verses 7 through uh, 12, and that's where we're going to be today. If you have your Bibles, you can turn there now. Uh, 1 John chapter 4, verses 7 through 12. Blessed is, blessed, beloved, let us love one another for God is from, from love is from God. And whoever loves has been born of God and knows God. Anyone who does not love does not know God because God is love in this love of God was made manifest among us that God sent His only Son into the world so that we might live through Him. In this love, not that we have loved God, but that He loved us since His Son to be persecuted for our sins. Beloved, If God so loved us, we also ought to love one another. No one has ever seen God. If we love one another, God abides in us and his love is perfected in us. Here's the thing. You have got to realize from this passage, and I I encourage you to go back and read the whole first book of John. It's not very big. It's only a few chapters, and you can read it within a week. It's great. But here's the thing. God is love. God is love. And love... You have to understand this, love is not what you perceive it to be. You see, it's hard for us to grasp the idea of God being love in a general sense because the love of God is so powerful and it's so overwhelming. But so many times we look at it and go, if God was love, why would he do this? If God was love, why would bad things happen to good people? If God was love, why didn't everyone go to heaven? You see, we put our understanding of what we think God is love, and we think there are ourselves that can't be, because people, our sinful nature, wants us to think of love in a different way. You see, we say that we're for love, and we see groups that are say we're for love, we're for peace, we're for hope. We don't want anyone in here. We want to be welcoming to everybody, but yet if you disagree with them, they hate you. They say that they're for unity, they say that they're for, for, for peace, but yet at the same time, if you have a different point of view, they don't want to talk to you. You see, love isn't just accepting those that are easy for you to accept. Love is not just loving your friends and making sure that they're fine. Love is not just honoring your father and mother when, they're, when, when you have a great, honor, uh, great mother and father. Love, God's love is a love even to those who don't like you. God's love is for a love when even for, for a time where you have just been going through a horrible time in your life and things and people have been unfair to you and it's not right and, and what are you supposed to do? You see, God's love even loves those people. And we lie to ourselves, we deceive ourselves, and we say, what like how can God be loved if this happens? You see, God did the, the 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 biggest thing that you could possibly do. We say to ourselves, if 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 God is love and God is good. Why do bad things happen to good people? But what happened was, was the perfect person, the person who was good, the person and the God who was blameless, died on a cross, went through one of the brutalest, most painfulest deaths you could ever possibly imagine, and he died for someone who was mean to him. You see, God, the Son of God, who is also God, died on a cross for the people who put Him on the cross. He died on a cross for those who were mocking at Him and spitting in His face. He died on a cross for those who Who whipped him with huge shards of glass with a huge whip and just tore up his insides. But yet something happened. The Lord God did not stay dead, He rose again. And He did the impossible. So that you could be born again to Him. That is an uncommon love. And that is how the Lord shows His uncommon love. He shows it through a free gift. God shows His love through a free gift. The gift that God, Jesus paid on the cross and the resurrection of him, the blood that he shed, is is a free gift for you. And what you receive with that gift is that you receive eternal life with him, a relationship with him. You receive peace and grace as you grow with him. The more you do that, the more joy that you will have. You receive that from him. He shows his uncommon love by the sacrifice he gave so that he could give that gift as well. It says this in, in John 3, 16, and this is a very famous verse that we all like to quote really quick if we've been in church and when we went to VBS growing up. But so many times we forget about the last two ver- the next two verses that are said here. And so many times we just skim over it so fast. But here's what it says. For God so loved the world that he gave his only son. And this is the son who's speaking. This is Jesus who's speaking right here. For God so loved the world that he gave his only son that whoever believes in him should not perish have eternal life and in the next verse is amazing for god did not send his son into the world to condemn the world what and that's what we deserved we sinned against god he's the one who's created us we sinned enough to to, to cause death but here's what it says Whatever, uh, for God did not send His Son into the world to condemn the world, but in order that the world might be saved through Him. Whoever believes in Him is not condemned, but whoever does not believe in, is condemned already because he has believed in the name. He has he has believed in the name of the only. He has not believed in the name of the uh, only Son. Sorry about that last part. Here's the thing. God's love is uncommon. And God is very truthful and honest with us. There's sin in the world. There is evil. There is bad things in the world. You want an exhibit of, you want proof of that? Turn on the news. But here's, here's, here's the thing. God is truthful and he's honest. And he's honest when he said that he did not come into this world to condemn, meaning to to put to death, to to send to hell. He did not come uh, into this world to do this. He came to save it. But yet at the same time, for those who do not want to believe that, he'll he'll, he'll let them go their way. And many of you have made this decision. Many of you have not. Many of you thought you have just because your parents might be Christian. But here's the thing that you need to realize. The Lord is true. The Lord is real. God is is here. He is love. But in the same way that he is real, Satan is real as well. And in the same way that heaven is real, hell is real as well. And he's giving us an opportunity here, an uncommon love, because he is love that we can actually start to feel love and give that love out to others. He's he's willing to do that just by. uh, All we need to do is accept and surrender our lives to him and live for him. But at the same time, you have a decision. He's very truthful here. If you don't want to live for him, that's fine. But the result to that is death and an eternity in hell separated from God. And here's the thing. We are born on the path going towards hell. And it is only through God and his uncommon love that he can rescue us and we can walk with him in a relationship forever. It is only through God. So as the band comes up and we get ready to uh, dismiss, I want um, everyone to uh, close their eyes and bow their heads. no one should be looking around no one should be should be opening up their eyes or anything like that but here's the thing there's a few of us in this room who have never accepted the free gift of Jesus Christ you've never accepted Jesus Christ as your Lord and as your Lord and Savior surrendered your life to him and because of that you are on a journey that is separated from him You're, because of that you are on a journey that um, leads you to, to pain and torment and to, to, to eventually death and hell. But yet you don't have to be on that journey because God loves you enough that the, the a perfect, Lord and Savior came down and died a horrible death and rose again so that you, by grace and your faith, can be saved. And the Bible says the way that we can accept that is to to believe in our hearts that Jesus is the Lord and confess uh, confess to Him that He is the Lord and that we will be saved. That's it. If you've never done that, you've never accepted Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, but today you would like to, today for the first time you would like to be a child of His, would you just raise your hand? Anyone? If you have any questions about that, please come see me or... uh, see one of the leaders and I'd like to talk to you about that but if there's anyone here know that you can do that there's people in here and and this is why we do the love locks because we want to share God's true love with others and you know people that you could share Jesus with and now my my hands raised for this one you know that there's people that you could share Jesus with but you don't because you might not like them you might be a little bit afraid of them, or you just don't really care. But today, you're going to go out, and you're going to share God with them. Tomorrow, when you're at school, when, you're at, when you see them next time, you're going to share God with them. If there's someone in your, in, your, in your mind, in your heart, maybe there's two or three, and you'd like to share God with them, and you'd like to be committed about that, I want you to just raise your hand right now. to someone that you're thinking of. I see that hand. Thanks see the hand there's a lot of hands see the hand i see that hand great you need to be bold you need to be bold and do that and i got uh some information here for you guys and then there's some in here that you you are saved but you don't live your life for god God wouldn't, wouldn't look at you and go. God would. He knows that you're you're saved, but no one else does because you don't really live your life for that. Or, or you know in your heart that maybe people do, but you you know you're not really walking. You're not really growing with Him. If you're in here and you want to start start growing with Him and start showing that true love and having that true love in your life, once again, can I just see your hand? So I can be praying for you. See the hand. See hands. See a lot of hands. Okay, thanks. I'm here if you need to talk. I'm here if if you need to know what you need help with the next steps. We have leaders that are here for you guys. As I pray and we get done and we release, if you if you shared the gospel with someone. Show, show us. Put that lock on there, okay? Let me pray. Dear me, Father, I just thank you for who you are. I thank you for what you've done, and I thank you that you are a God of love, and that even though we sinned against you, even though that we um, were evil to you, you loved us enough to die on a cross and shed your blood for us. In Jesus' name.